I want to share with the Olam a verse, my Rebbe, this verse, if any Rebbe, my Rebbe ever taught me, perhaps, perhaps this verse left the biggest ration of any verse I heard from my Rebbe. And I want to share this verse with the Olam. That's, it's not a cutesy verse to say over at your Shabbos table. Something, oh, cute. That, that's, that's a beautiful thing. That's eternal. Say over Shabbos at your table. This you could build the whole life on this idea. And I want to share the idea with the guys. And then talk, and then share one other Pasuk and Mishlei, and then talk a little practically for a few minutes. The Pasuk says, Shiva Tipal Tzadik become. Tzadik falls seven times and gets up. Shiva tipol tzadik. A tzadik falls seven times becomes he rises. The rishayim yikashlu bara, but rishayim yikashlu they trip. Very appropriate word today's day and age. Yikashlu bara, they trip in evil and they never get up. My Rebbe asked. A beautiful question. The Pasuk describes Sadiq and Rishon. The Tzadik who does fall, the Tzadik also falls. The Tzadik rises and the Russia falls and doesn't get back up. <coughs> now before we even say my Rebbe's Vart, there's a letter from Rev Hutner. There's a letter from Rev Hutner that's very, very powerful. And every Ben Tyre knows this letter. Every Ben Tyre should know this letter. If you've heard the letter before, listen again. If you didn't hear the letter, it's about time to learn the letter. Every Ben Tyre knows this letter. Rev. Hunter is responding to a letter that he got from a Bachar who says, I used to have great aspirations for myself. But I see every time I get started, I fall. And the Bachar is writing to Rev. Hunter with Yish giving up. So Rav Hutner said to him, he quoted this Pasuk, Shiva Tipal Tzadik become. A Tzadik falls seven times and gets up. And he says the superficial person understands this Pasuk. Shiva, you ever saw his letter from Rav Hutner? I'm sorry? You've seen this letter. Beautiful letter. Maybe it's Kofiud Zion. Is that the page it's on? I'll see it inside. But the letter says as follows. He said, people think shot in this Pasuk, a Russia falls seven times, a Tzaddik falls, sometimes he gets up, that despite that he falls, he's strong and he gets up. A Tzaddik can even fall seven times and still get up. That's the power, the, such is the Tzaddik. Even though despite he falls seven times, he still gets up. Rav Hutner said it's a shallow and it's not a chup shot. The Pasuk in Mishlei is not saying that Sadik, even though he falls. And nonetheless he gets up. Shiva Tipal Tzadik becomes a fact. The Tzadik is the Tzadik because of his Nefilis and getting up. That helps create the Tzadik. The Radal, Rav David Luria. <coughs> says one of the purposes of Nesiyanus. We have an Nesiyan in the life, a difficulty, a trial. He says, and the person fails the Nesiyan. One of the purposes, Hashem will send us trials that He knows will fail. And one of the purposes is we can learn more about ourselves and recuperate from that, 
figure out a new strength, a new trick, a new mahalich, just something I have to guard myself better from. We learn about ourselves even from the Sionis we failed. And that's one of the purposes the Radal, the Abdullah Gloria says of the Sionis. Writes Rev Hutner, the tzaddik does not, is not the shot that, okay, he falls, tzaddik can get up. He's a tzaddik precisely because he falls and he gets up. That's part of the process of creating the tzaddik. The Gemara in Gittin, a matter of fact, writes, A person never has strength in Tyra until he first messes up. Who Rabbi Sai taught the world in a profound way about being happy? Which individual would you say in the last 400 years was the Rebbe of Klaiso about being happy? Rabbi Nachman of Breslov. Excellent. Rabbi Nachman suffered from depression. It's Yodua. Now it's not a coincidence. It's not. That, that is precisely the person who struggled with something and overcame it and fought through can teach the world about it. Shiva Tipul Tzadik become. I know a Talmud Chacham, I know a Talmud Chacham who, who, was, who told me, I was once talking to him and he so sympathized me, he was masking so I could share with you. I've heard Rebbeim say to Bachram, I can't believe a Bachram would do that. Okay, so, so Rebbe, see, so you have nothing to tell me. The second a Rebbe tells you, I can't believe, you can't believe it, so you, you have no Musa to give me, you can't believe it, I just did it. <laughs> you can't believe it, so what? The Yisrael of a Rebbe can believe it. He understands the Yetzirah. He's keenly aware of the Yetzirah. He understands the dangers. He may have been impacted. He may have been hurt by the Yetzirah. And he fought through. We overcame. Shiva Tibal Tzaddik. Does anybody know the definition of a Tzaddik? One can, who's, who has the name Tzaddik, Rabbi Say? Yosef HaTzaddik. Yosef went to do an Avera. And he was made in the Nesayin and he overcame. Chazal tell us he had, he had machshavahs to do an Avera. And he overcame. The Taich of Tzaddik is to overcome. So Rav Hutner writes, the Tzaddik falls and gets up is what helps create the Tzaddik. Not like the Tzaddik even though he falls. He's a Tzaddik precisely. Because when he does fall, through his falls, he gets up, he works through, he develops. And he comes back stronger and better. That's the process of tzedkus. But my rabbi asked, what is the difference that the tzaddik gets up and the rasha doesn't get up? It has to tell us in the Pasuk Binyamin. The Pasuk says the tzaddik gets up, the rasha doesn't. What causes the tzaddik to get up and the rasha not? If it doesn't tell us in the Pasuk, it's left us so under... <coughs> So on, 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 under on lack of knowledge, we don't have enough information. What accounts that the tzaddik gets up and the Russia doesn't? And my Rebbe said, He said by the tzaddik, it says the tzaddik falls seven times. Shiva Tipo tzaddik. The Russian is his neifel. He falls. By the Russia, the Russian is yikashel. What's the difference in yikashel and neifel? So my Rebbe said, Pshat, to be Neufel is I fell, my bed. Yikashel means I trip. Who put that rock there? The Russia doesn't get up, it's always somebody else. 
I've already told Bachrim, I sat a Bachrim down, I said you did, you did kach the kach. I know 100% the Bachrim who immediately says, Who told? How to get out the information? I know he's not ready to change. It's a sure sign. It's 10 out of 10. Sometimes he won't tell me that. He'll go back to the dorm. Who told? How did I know the guy's not even thinking about change. If the guy was sincere, he'd say, I have to stop messing up. I got caught. It was announced. The question is not who told. Had he know? Why does everybody find out? Why do people talk? There's such yentas. Why do they put on the internet? Blogs. It's all nonsense. What's with you? Look inside. I messed up. The tzaddik thrives and survives because the tzaddik says, me. It's all about me. It's all about me. I have to do something about it. That's the tzaddik. That's the tzaddik mentality that all of us could and should have. It's about me. I have to make the right moves. And the Russia will always be titled, will always blame and pass it over. Psychologists spend a lifetime telling people, your parents, they raise you, and they'll explain to every person why all your Averis are your parents' fault. It's very nice. And certainly, Rabbi Sai, who we are is impacted by our parents. That's a fact. That's true by us all. And our parents are beautiful people. By and large, Sadiqim, great people. They're, they have flaws. They're human beings. Our job is to focus on their mindless for certain. And their flaws impacted us. That's Ashkochas Hashem. Rabbi made it that way. Our Achrayis to take accountability for our Maisim is to say it's totally in me. Let me do something about it. Let me develop. Let me build. That is our Achrayis. Our Achrayis to take ourselves and say, I call totally be. It's all dependent on me. To point, to say, and maybe sometimes I agree. It's important to know we feel certain ways, we act certain ways, we've been impacted by all different things. Sometimes, as an aside, it's good to know. To focus there is, the, is, is a miserious, is the Russia is always the kasha. And to focus there, and psychologists who spend too much time focusing people there, are practicing my serishus by teaching people to pass the book. Well, well, this one did this. <coughs> I once went in Eretz Yisrael, I went to visit a drug rehabilitation center. And that was an experience for itself. I learned the Hebrew word for drug rehabilitation center. And I was asking around on the block of the rehabilitation center if anybody knows where it is. Like, ain't the heart kazeb Yushalayim, like screaming at me, there's no such thing as Yushalayim. The guy was like standing 30 feet from it. It's like they keep it very quiet. People would throw them off the block. The guy was literally like 20, 30 feet from the place, was screaming at me that I'm asking where a drug but they said there's no such thing in Yushalayim. It was like literally 30 feet behind me. They had started to tell him afterwards, I didn't want to close the place down. But anyway, but after finding finally the place, so I went in there to visit a guy. There was, I, I ended up, another guy thought it was funny. I was talking to a kid. And another guy from behind me thought it was quite comical. He was lighting matches and throwing them at me from behind, lit matches. That was his entertainment. So I got a kid that a guy was so gutsy. So I went over to talk to him. I called him over and we had a schmooze. 
And the entire, I, I got to meet the guy, very interesting guy. I like gutsy people, people who jumped into the pond across the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I like gutsy the kids had breakfast, so I thought that was cool that he was throwing lit matches. Anyway, I got the schmooze with this fellow, and the whole time he was blaming an elementary Rebbe. And that was his whole focus. And to me, it was so obvious, Cole's money's focused that way. He's living my sericious. Instead of taking accountability, it's my life, it's totally me. You might have been wronged. You may have had a nasty Rebbe, you may have had a nasty experience. And it could be even convey a little bit to think about what it did to the person, no question. It impacted. Anybody's impacted by their background. But for that to be the focus, Where's the focus on me? I call totally be what I want to do, how I'm going to build, not to ignore impacts, but the icker focus has to be me, Shibatipal Tzaddik. I want to make a decision, I'm going to start building, I'm going to start developing. And Kozmani was focused there, he wasn't going to move anywhere. Another Pusik I want to share with you, and then I want to talk a little practical. The next Pusik that I want to quote is it says, There are articles, somebody in the yeshiva I spoke about that showed me a good article. If anybody has, I'm very curious about these things. It could be a scholarly to, to tell us more about Uncle Abe, but there are articles about people who won the lottery, about all different people who won the lottery. And and it's very interesting what happens to them a few years down the road. Because the Pasuk initially, instant wealth disappears. You ever saw a guy, one day he was one way, the next day he's like, all of a sudden he's like, from there, like, uh, just yesterday, what happened? It, the guy you like, quickly, wealth, wealth, from nothing. Instant wealth, you might get squandered. The Teva, when a guy gets rich financially in money, gets it quickly, easy come, easy go. There are studies about this. Wild studies. They follow people who win the lottery a year, two, three years later. It's gone. Instant wealth disappears. Koivetz al yad, but somebody who gathers slowly, little by little, yerba gets a lot. It develops into a lot. The goal in Ruchnis is the same. The goal is not in one second to be a different person. It doesn't work that way. People don't change that way. We have certain periods in our life. We just went through a period that a person can grow. We are going through a period that there could be sharper growth than regular periods. The Yidin left Mitzrayim, they changed in a rega with something extraordinary, a different type of times. The typical period, a person has to grow smart, slowly, and carefully. Slowly, step by step. Sometimes a person has a dramatic time in their lives, they can actually grow a little faster as possible. There are such periods, not commonly, but there exist such periods in life. But nonetheless, the plan is one who gathers slowly by slowly. I want to explain, in this yeshiva, the rebellion invest every ounce of their energy for the yeshiva. The rebellion are completely invested in the yeshiva. But it's, you've already seen, you've been here a couple of months, it's a unique yeshiva. The energy could be invested in almost in some ways, if we were stricter and harsher, there'd need to be less investment from the Rebbeim. If we had a simple rule, a simple rule that would be easy to enact, and I don't say we'll never do it, I don't know, right now it's not what I want to do. If we had simple rules, you don't come a certain amount of time, 
you punished a knas. I don't believe there will never be detention. Calls madam in this yeshiva. It's objectively wrong. Not for now. But but knasis, that's not wrong. Suspensions, that's not wrong. Just detention is wrong. But in the yeshiva easily, we can make strict rules and the rebellion will have to invest less. But our decision, I want a bacha to grow healthily. You know better than anybody what healthy is for you. And I believe in Bachram deeply. Our first conversation we ever had, right, Oberland and I, he reminded me, one of our first conversations is we're going to believe in Bachram. We believe in people, a strange thing. I believe when you give a guy certain space, I believe people want to shine. And people want to grow, and I believe they have an Ishama. You hear a Chiddush? I believe a Bachram has an Ishama. So I believe we never tell you when you walk in the door of the yeshiva, please check in your brain. We have a box, Revezi has a box for cell phones. <laughs> I've never seen a box for brains. We never ask you to check in your personality, please don't you dare. You le- we leave it by you. And I want a bacher to develop in his way, comfortably, healthily. But one thing, and all the investment of the Rebbeim is to have a kesher to a precious person. And the Rebbeim are there for a bacher to develop a kesher. And to stick with your mistakes, fall, a person falls. I have seen bacher quit. Do you know how powerful it is when your Rebbe doesn't quit? And the Rebbeim won't quit on you. And a bacher says, Tak, I, can, I can do this. And I have a raya. Hashem says to Moshe Rebbeim, Moshe, move over, I'm killing the Yidden. So Hashem says to Moshe, move over. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Ha'ish echad yechta, one man's going to sin and you're going to kill all Christ, bro? Hashem says, oh, you're right, okay. Um, that was a weird conversation. It's in the Bible, I, I didn't make it up. But that's a conversation. You can look it up yourself. God says, Moshe, move over, I'm killing them all. Moshe Rabbeinu responds, one man sin, why are you killing them all? And Hashem says, oh, good point, Moshe, thank you. <laughs> The thinking person is like a little troubled by this conversation. Okay? It doesn't take like a sophisticated, you don't have to be Shlomo Franklin to be bothered by that. It's pretty bullshit, like there's something going on here. You can check it up, guys, look in the Bible. It's right by the story of Kairach. When Kairach does Avera, Hashem says, That's it, I'm killing all the Jewish people. And my Shabbat says, God, um, one guy sinned, don't kill them all. It's a puzzle. Hashem says, good point. And he couldn't make this up yet. It's in here. Please check it up, guys. What's the Pshat? You know what the Pshat is about to say? The Ramban says that all of Klai's did an Avera, terrible Avera. They doubted my Shabbat. And they actually were misunderstood that maybe Kayach's right. And it's a terrible aver. All of Klai Yisrael was guilty. The Ramban says, "So what's the conversation?" The, I believe the pshat's like this. Hashem saying, "Moshe, do you believe, do you still have hope for these people? If the Rebbe gives up hope, then it is hopeless." So Hashem says, "Moshe, move over. I'm going to kill them. They're they're such chatari, They're such sinners." Moshe says, "Hashem, I see hope in them all. Because you see hope." You're 100% right. If there's hope, if you see hope, you're 100% right. I once had a mother call me about a bacher. And she told me for an hour and a half things that made me, I never heard such things in my life. And I couldn't believe in the guy anymore. 
I handed him to a different Rebbe. He became a Ben Tire. I didn't tell the Rebbe anything. I couldn't be his Rebbe anymore. So it was easy. He was in Beis Madrash. I gave another Rebbe. I said, here's Bachar. He should be in Yeshir. He's a wonderful Bachar. I told him nothing. I made sure whenever the mother would call me, I never told her he switched Shiurim. I said, yeah, yeah, it's my Shiur. Keep telling me. I'd say that. I'd have the phone would be who knows where. Talk. Yeah, go on, go on. And, and, and I didn't let the mother get anything I could do to stop the mother speaking to this Rebbe. He became a Ben Tyre. If you don't believe in a Bachar, you can't impact. And the Rebbe believe we believe in you. We believe in a Bachar. I believe in a Bachar could become a tremendous person, a Shalim, a developed individual. And I believe in a Bachar to the degree that we don't ask you to just check in your brains, check in your personality, develop. That being said, because we're not stricter, that being said, a Bachar can come and he forgets he's in Yeshiva. Because there's no knas, no fine, there's no detention, no suspension, not a lot of suspension. So a Bachar could forget why I'm here. So we have to review it a lot. I ask every Bachar, every Rebbe is here for one reason, and every Bachar is here for one reason, that we all can get closer to Hashem and develop. Use the Yeshiva right. Most right, Ruba the Ruba the Yeshiva is using it right. There are Bachram. I spoke to a Bachar today. I haven't yelled so hard this year. For a half hour, I felt he's abusing the Yeshiva. He's not here to grow. I ask every Bachar, use the Yeshiva what it's for. Use it right. Don't, don't, don't just be here to vacation, to relax. Use the Yeshiva to grow. You tell us, this is what I need to grow. I need to go away for Shabbos. I need to go skiing, snowboarding, you name it. Let's figure out how we could do it. To grow, to develop, use the yeshiva right. For somebody to go through the yeshiva, it would be a crime not to take advantage of the yeshiva, not to take advantage of the opportunity somebody has here. Use the yeshiva to grow. Keep away from nonsense. Don't put us in a position where we have to ask. It's painful to ask a bachar to leave. Very painful. It's painful precisely because we believe in Bachar and we believe they could stay here. If a Bachar makes it unsafe for another Bachar, to be here, a Bachar has to make a decision. He's from the growing people. A growing person doesn't engage in certain things and doesn't keep part of a certain world. If a Bachar can, if we allow a Bachar to choose being in Yeshiva and to be part of a certain world that's not trying to grow, then we are hurting Bachram. It's a choice. The decision to be a Ben Tyre means I'm not in other places. That's a basic part of being a Ben Tyre. It's this or that. You can't dance at two weddings. You can't be part of B'nai Aliyah if you're part of B'nai Yerid. That's a decision. If I'm part of B'nai Aliyah, that's who I'm around. That's a decision. <coughs> Please, I beg you, stay away from bad places. David HaMelech wrote a book about growth. It's called Telem. Growing through all situations in life. And the start of the book is stay away from places and people you shouldn't be around. Shloim HaMelech, his son wrote a sefer called Mishle, a sefer of growth. He says in the first paragraph, stay away from people you shouldn't be around. It's a basic akdama, be in the right place, Rabbi Say. Pick the right chaveirim. So I beg every bachrim. We believe in the bachrim, we believe in, and, and we're watching many, many bachrim grow. I ask every single Bachar, Rabbi say, we've together, we are bonded in a way, there's a Kesher in this Yeshiva and Achtas that is something that's impossible to describe. We're bonded by Yitzhara forever, we'll be bonded by this Yitzhara. We went through and are going through a difficult situation together. 
We are walking around, there's a physical, it's physical, the pain. I can't describe it to somebody who's not here. There's a physical pain I feel, and I'm sure many Bachrim feel. And we went through it, Sarah, we're going through it, Sarah, together, and bound deeply together. I ask every Bachrim, Rabbi say, let us grow and get closer to Hashem. In all situations, through all situations, let us resolve to use the yeshiva the way it's designed to be used. We believe each person can rise, can develop, can get a kesher to Hashem. We believe people are human, they make mistakes sometimes. We believe that tzaddikim fall, we believe precisely like Rav Hutner said, that tzaddikim, because even though they fall, they continue to fight, and they use the fall for another aliyah. Rabbi Isai engage in that process, everybody. We can tell, I can point to most Bachram, the guy's engaged in that fight, he's grown. I tell a parent, your son is grown. How's he doing? Look, tell me, he's growing. I don't know if they know what that means, those magical words. He's growing higher, he's developing. That's the key, that's the goal of life. He's developing, he's growing. Key words. You know, it's funny, <clears throat> it's a very dangerous thing that I say. You have to know always what words mean. If you don't know what they mean, you could, t- you could say bad things. You know, if, you, if at a PTA you tell a parent, your kid has a lot of potential, it's the parent oh no. What do you do now? It means he's the worst kid in the school, at least second worst kid in the school. If you say certain words, you have to know what they mean. You say it, a levaya, guy's a lave toiv, it means he's fried probably, he's irreligious. If you say, oh, he's a good hearted guy, what do you do? You have to know what it means. In the world, if you say a guy's a fighter, he fights, people think it has a negative connotation, not here. Not here. Not here because I think we have the MS. Other places also have the MS. People who have the MS, the biggest compliment. You know, I was a Nick fan growing up. It's a little embarrassing to admit. Now, now with Carmelo, you can admit it again. So I'm coming out of the closet. But I was a Nick fan growing up. Pat Riley used to say about Ewing, he was a master motivator, and he used to call him the warrior. And I always thought it was such a cool name. If I was called one nickname in the world, I'd want to be called a warrior. That's a cool name. <laughs> a warrior, fighter. I can't fathom a greater nickname than somebody. He's a fighter. That's a name. He's a fighter. I can't fathom a greater... Now, that's on stupidity. He's a fighter on basketball. That's not on valuable things. To me, the greatest thing you could say about somebody is that Ben Kyle is a soldier. He fights. It's, it's epic to say that about a guy. We have Bachim and Yeshiva that are accomplishing unbelievable things. We have a Chabura that learns Yom HaValayla. One of the most Hashva guys in that Chabura, his seal. So I said he's a fighter. Then I had to like apologize. I said, I'm sorry to other people. If you hear a fighter, you think he's not having successes. The key is not the successes. The biggest key is he's a fighter. He battles a warrior. It's like the ultimate. To me, that's like the ultimate compliment in a person. We, right, overland, and I can go down the list that most, many, many Bachim, we believe, are fighting. <coughs> They're engaged in that process. We will fight with you. We fight for our Aliyah, your Aliyah. We hope you fight for our Aliyah. We'll do anything in the world. Whatever we can, as much as we can. Whatever you need, engage in the fight. And then they're Bachim not fighting, clearly not pushing for anything. They're not fighting. That's tragic. That's not using the yeshiva right. It's not using the yeshiva right. That's not what the yeshiva is designed for. It doesn't work. It's not. A guy who's not fighting, I believe, is much safer. The yeshivas that are much safer places. If you're not a fighter, you're, if you're struggling to grow, I can't fathom a better yeshiva for a bachar. Because you have rebellion that will fight the fight with you with all their strength as much as they can. 
If you're not fighting, you just need a you just, you just need a better you just need a good jail. If you're not fighting, it's a dangerous world. You need to be locked up better, protected better. We're not a great lockup. We're not a great jail. So if you're not fighting, you don't belong here. <coughs> you don't belong here. We're not a good jail. We're not a good protector. I'm sorry. For a guy not fighting, tell any parents, spread the word, guys. People are calling me daily. My phone's going off to Spread the word. For a non-fighter, we are a bad yeshiva. We're a bad yeshiva. It's dangerous. If you're not fighting to grow, we're posh and not a safe place. Because nobody will be on your case. You just wandering in the dorm. You're fighting to go, you'll have a Rebbe, dorm counselors, Rebbe, who will, who will move worlds for you, who will fight the fight with you, will encourage, will cheer you on, will do whatever we can. You'll, you, have, you, have, you have Yaakov Greenwald, Yitzhubovsky, Shemshi, Reb Pini, Reb said people, Rebbeim, who will fight their might off any way they can for you if you're fighting. You're not fighting. You're not struggling to grow. It's not a gay. It's not a good place. I will we'll find a place that's more, that's safer, that's more locked down. So I ask every bach rabbi. So I ask. I want to close that this week, right? Oberlander and I try to think about kufas in yeshiva, and we try to think of what needs to be done. Maybe that week, that month. It's been two weeks. Rabbi said we haven't thought more than like an hour. People asked us, what's the next Shabbos? I'm, I'm being honest, we couldn't think the next hour. With Chesed Hashem, with Chesed Hashem, we're thinking a little bit. With Chesed Hashem. Hashem gives strength, and we're thinking, Bar B'Siyat I beg everybody, this week, please let's pick up the whole Matzav and the Yeshiva. We all went through a lot. I ask every Bacher, Davening should be fuller. Sadarim should be fuller. I want. I ask the guys Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four days. The guys are getting out Thursday at two o'clock. The bus is headed. They headed out for a weekend, a little bit longer weekend. Starts Thursday a little earlier. Thursday morning is going to be a beautiful seder. We actually are learning a seder on tefillin. My son Beis Shem is putting on tefillin this week. On Wednesday, Bulin Nedra, I hope that he puts on tefillin in our in our in our base mesh. I ask every bacher to please be there. Wednesday morning. Thursday morning, we're going to have a Seder in Yeshiva with the Rosh Kailu, Rav Kohen Shlita, younger life people from the community, the whole community, we're all learning Hilchas Tillin together. We're going to learn a Sogya, we're going to learn Pira. Nobody's to miss that. Please don't ask to leave early. Don't even think. Don't ask myself, don't ask your Oblen, don't ask your Rebbe, don't have your mother ask your Rebbe or myself. Please. Have your mother call me about anything, don't ask to leave early. Thursday, we're learning Hilchas Tillin today together. Every Bach is going to be there, Be'ez Hashem. Now, I asked the guys this week, starting from my now, the davenings, the last few days, people are tired, I understand. Let's pick up the ruach by the the intensity by the davening. We're going to daven the yeshiva Mayriv tonight. Let's pick up the intensity, let's pick up the numbers. I asked these four days, we're thinking a little long term now. See after the Shemayim. And we asked that the four days are about everybody coming, everybody pushing. There's a break coming right after those four days. Four days of intense pushing, of intense growth, really showing a great effort that I want to be a Ben Aliyah, I want to be a Ben Yeshiva, I want to be a Ben Tayyip. That's nothing.